This story is called An Ounce of Gold, A Pinch of Mazel. The story takes place when I came home from undergraduate school uh, and my uh, my family was going to throw a little graduation party for me, so to speak, so the neighbors came in and uh, a couple of relatives came over and uh, my father comes over to me and, you know, he he's trying to figure out how to say something to me. I assume he's trying to figure out how to say something to me. Uh, because my father and I never had too many long conversations. First of all, he's, we had very different paths. You know, he would get up early in the morning and go to work. And I used to get up early in the morning and go swimming. And, you know, when I went to college, I rarely came home and, uh, I didn't really follow the family path of becoming a jeweler and it turned out that, uh, you know, I, we were kind of estranged. Maybe that's the right word. My father and I were estranged to each other. But I came home from, gra- from undergraduate school having completed an undergraduate degree in chemistry, which itself must have blown his mind, you know, how his son ever became a chemist. Um, and he comes over to me, and I guess he's trying to figure out what kind of a person his son is. And so he asks me a very profound question. He comes over and he says to me, he says, in a quiet moment, he says, Dave, would you rather have an ounce of gold or a pinch of mazel? And I guess I was just, you know, stupider than I am today. I thought for a minute and I thought, well, in order to answer that question, I really would have to know how much an ounce of gold is, because maybe it's an extraordinary amount of money. So I asked him, how much is an ounce of gold? Uh, And he looked at me like I I was a total failure in life. Like, how could you ask that question? Do you not know what mazel is? Do you not know the value of a pinch of mazel? A pinch of mazel, you know, it's... It's making the train that you needed. It's a pinch of mazel is the doctor makes the right diagnosis. The pinch of mazel is you open your eyes in the morning. A pinch of mazel is compared to an ounce of gold, you know, it's like a drop in a bucket compared to the volume of the water in the oceans. A pinch of mazel, it's, it's uncalculatable. An ounce of gold? An ounce of gold was $35 an ounce. It was before it floated. It was, you know, it was 35 It was fixed. It was, you know, it was stagnant. It was nothing. And his graduated son from college uh, came home and said, how much is an ounce of gold? Anyways, that was probably the stupidest thing I probably ever said to my father. Um... But I did learn, I think, an important lesson at that point because I remember the story quite well, that an ounce of gold uh, isn't even even in the same category as a pinch of mazel. And uh, I say that story today because tonight starts my father's short sight. He should, I'm sure now he's in the Aloma Emmis, the Emmis, the world of, world of truth. He understands that his son eventually did learn that important lesson. But I'll tell you another important lesson I learned from my father. And that is the lesson of that there are times in life when you don't want to do it all by yourself. You don't want to 
you, you, you can't do it all by yourself. You can't do everything yourself. You have to go out and you have to make friends. You have to work with people because you don't want to try to do everything by yourself and you can't do everything by yourself. And a, a case in point is my father used to, you know, whenever he was trying to do something, invariably he'd need to get help. And so the way he would get help from somebody, he would say, Hi, my name's Fred Weinstein. I'm looking for a friend, and can you help me? Will you be my friend? And I remember a case in point. He was living in Marietta Hot Springs, and he was, you know, working around the kitchen. And he found in one of the drawers a bag of candy. And I didn't know candy even had expiration dates, but this bag of chocolate—I guess it was chocolates, chocolates—and and, and uh, it had an expiration date on it. And he thought, "Oh, my mother." You know, he, you know, my mother would uh, really, this is one of her favorite types of chocolate. So he looked at the 800 number on the packaging and he called the lady up and he said, Hi, my name's Fred Weinstein. I'm looking for a friend. Uh, I found a, a bag of your chocolates in the drawer this morning and I see that they're expired. And I'm looking for a friend to help me, you know, get a fresh bag of these chocolates. My wife and I, we're retired, and uh, we really appreciate, we really like these chocolates. We didn't even know we had them. Um, and I'm looking for a friend. So he would, he would, in that very sincere tone of voice, he would, he would express to people that, could you help me out? You know, and, and it wasn't like it was one-sided. My father's nature was, he looked fine an occasion to help people out. You know, in a sense, he understood that, you know, what goes around comes around, that you have a right to ask people for help. You have a right to to go out and look for a friend, and you have that right because you yourself go out of your way to help people and to be a friend to other people. I think that's probably the most important lesson that I learned from my father, is that uh, you can always ask for help. But you need to also remember, you must always offer yourself help to others. Uh, be helpful uh, was always one of his, uh, his big strong points. Don't walk around with your hands in your pocket. Take your hands out of your pocket and help people wherever you can. That's the message about my dad. should have a, an aliyah. His neshama should have an aliyah. And um, that's it. Have a great day. Bye-bye.